Okay, so want to welcome us once again. Uh, we've been discussing or talking on overcoming marital challenges, and in this session, I mean this uh, session, yes, in this session we would be looking specifically at love languages and how to identify your spouse's or your partner's love language. And basically, the anchor test or scripture for this session will be taken from First John chapter 3 verse 18 first john chapter 3 verse 18 which says my little children let us not love in word neither in tongue but in deed and in truth let us not love in word neither in tongue but in deed and in truth and the first thing we would observe from this verse is that love is an action love is an action it's not just about saying saying it but it's about doing it the proof of our confession of love for our spouse is in how we treat him or her. You can't say you love your spouse and you uh, and you doing acting otherwise. I mean, what validates your confession of love to your spouse is what you do, your action. So there is no love without a corresponding action. For example, the Word of God says that God, for God so loved the world, then that love was put into action by giving to us. His only begotten Son. God so loved, He gave. He didn't just say, He didn't just say, for God so loved the world and He stopped there. But that love was validated by a corresponding action of giving out, you know, to the world. So every confession of love is or will be validated, validated by a corresponding action. And we must also understand that what love is to one person might not be what it is to another everyone has different uh, ways in which they perceive or they feel loved for instance love to god simply means obedience according to john chapter 14 verse 15 which says if you love me you will keep my commandment in other words what love is to god is complete obedience to his word if you say you love god then it must be validated by obedience to him by obeying him you know that's the only love language that God understands. You can't say you love God and you're working otherwise. You are doing otherwise. You are doing things that He doesn't like. So when we talk about love language, you must understand that different people have what makes them feel loved and what makes them perceive that this person truly uh, truly loves me. He doesn't just he's, just, he's not just saying it, but then he actually means what he says. You know, so many at times we, we say what we don't mean and that's why a person or a, a, a person can actually say to his, his or her spouse that I love you and then it just end, ends there and you start acting otherwise and you just start wondering where is the love in all of this you know so love actually is validated by a corresponding action by a corresponding action um, and um, we must also understand that um, Everyone on earth has different love languages appealing that is appealing to them. You know, just the way um, just the way everyone has languages that is appealing to them, that is acceptable to them, that they understand. You know, we all have different love languages that we all have that that that, that actually makes us feel loved and accepted. You know, in a particular place or by a particular person. And uh, another example. Uh, to that effect is seen in Ephesians chapter 5 verse 22 to 31 Ephesians chapter 5 verse 22 to 31 
where we understand that where the word of god made us understand that us the husband and wife relationship is likened to that between christ and the church and, and, and likened to the, the um, relationship between christ and the church you know christ being the head of the church and the church being the bride you know and just the same way christ feels loved when the church obey his commandments when we reverence him when we respect and honor him every man perceives the love virtue from his wife when she submits or respect and reference him you know every man feels loved when she he is respected by his wife by his woman you know by his spouse and 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 for every woman we need to understand what love is to a man you can't truly say you love your husband and you disrespect him or you dishonor him no you know what love is to man is, res- is is respect if you say you truly love your husband you definitely will respect him you definitely will honor him both in private and in, and in, and in public and in public and on the other hand love to women means sacrifice in the same passage Ephesians 5 chapter 22 to 31 you know just as Christ is the head of the church and also the savior of the body the man is the head of the woman and the savior of that of, of, of that one body or one flesh because we understand from the scripture that two shall become one flesh and if the man and the woman is joined together has become one flesh then as the man who is the head of that one body you know is meant to be the savior of that body is meant to sacrifice to save that body from whatsoever form of uh, 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 danger that lies I just as Christ is uh, is there for the church you know, Ephesians chapter 5 verse 25 says husbands love your wives even as Christ also love the church and give himself for it and you can't understand the makeup of a woman than god himself if god says the best way you know to to love uh to if if if, if god if god actually says loving your wife just as christ loved the church is the key then you can't make her happy or fulfilled or feel loved outside christ's love pattern and what is christ's love pattern if you may ask sacrifice sacrifice he gave himself for the body he gave himself for the church he gave himself for us you know so when we talk about the christ love pattern that we are expected to show to our wives as husband it is giving your everything your whole to your wife christ gave us all he took away our reproach all our reproach on the cross he gave us not just his riches but all things his body his time his authority name it whatsoever he gave us everything that was at his disposal you know everything obtainable in christ is available to us which is why the most secured woman or the woman who feels secured and loved the most is the one who knows her husband will go the extra mile to give her the best of life to give her the best of life so we must understand that as husbands to really prove to our wives or to really prove to your wife that you love her you must actually give her everything your whole it takes sacrifice going the extra mile you know not withholding anything from her being there for her when she needs you you know jesus never shown anyone who desires to converse with him 
even the little children who was given so much consideration who i mean even the little children who was um driven away by the disciples was given consideration by him he said don't send the little children away because they are of, you know, the kingdom of god is of they are of, uh, the kingdom of god is made up of ch- children you know you can't enter the kingdom of god you know without um becoming like them so he gave consideration to even the little children and that's to tell us that your time actually is i mean your wife you know demands i mean your wife deserves quality time from you as a man your wife deserves quality time from you you can't say you truly love your wife and you find it difficult to spend time with her she deserves your your your, your protection both emotionally and physically you, know, you can't claim to love your wife if all that you are and have is not freely freely available to her it's not freely available to her so the question is do you truly love your wife do you truly love your husband as a woman you know looking at the pattern or you know, the love the christ love pattern that is as that is, that is uh, highlighted for us in ephesians chapter 5 verse 21 22 to 31 do you can you really say that you truly love your partner so now how do i know if my partner's love tank is empty or how do i know if my partner's love needs or appetite isn't met how do you decipher you know what your partner actually uh, expects from you because everyone like i said have different love languages they everyone have different things that makes them feel loved you know there are some persons that what they just need from you is i mean what makes them feel loved rather is you know buying of gifts i mean there are some persons when you buy them gifts they like it means the whole world to them even if it's just a pain but for the mere fact that you you have them in mind you could actually buy something for them i mean that means a whole lot for them and that means love to them you know so how do you now know that your love the love needs of your of your of your partner your wife your husband is not being met the major thing or one thing that actually gives us a clue to this is that we need to pay attention to what he or she complains about what does your spouse complain about what does he say you don't do more often than not you know more often than not we, we refer to when when a woman is complaining for instance we say she she she, she complains a lot she nags you know she repeats things all over and all over again she doesn't listen and all of that. but then that her complaint so to say is more or less like a clue to what she is she expects from you which you are not doing it's more or less like a clue to what uh to what makes her feel loved to more, what makes her feel secure and accepted in that family in that home so pay attention to what she complains about for example if she complains of you not buying her anything or bringing something you know uh home whenever you are away while coming back home i mean that's just to tell you that your spouse love language is receiving of gifts i mean it's just like i said in in previous section that we shouldn't trivialize everything anything to you you might say ah, what's the buying and you know, they, I mean, because I didn't buy you anything, I mean, you are seeing it as, you know, but then, if that's what makes her feel loved, if that's what gets to to the core of her being, then do it. You know, if she's repeating that, you go out the first time, you came, you know, you, you didn't buy anything, you go out the second time, you didn't buy anything, and she said that the first time, she said that the second time, and, you know, pay attention to that. Pay attention to that. Because when you do, everything actually would change. 
the issues you're having with her or with him probably might be because you've refused to pay attention to that. So if your spouse is complaining about you not buying anything when returning home, then you need to know that one of our love languages or a major love language could be receiving of you. Then also, if he or she complains of you never spending time with, with him or her, then you have to know that your spouse's love language is quality time spending quality that means you've not been you've not been doing that consistently quality time you know like i often tell my wife i i didn't marry her to be a slave i didn't marry her to 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 uh i didn't i didn't marry a servant you know because she's this kind of person that she loves to to start to work you know in the house every now and then before you know she will take the boom she says she's sweeping before you know it she will start washing plate before she will just find something doing this and i just discovered that uh, i mean there's no time to talk there's no time to play and i say oh woman please stop it i didn't marry a slave stop whatsoever you have to come and sit down beside me let's discuss you know that no when your partner starts you know saying things like you don't spend quality time you don't you don't play together you don't give me time you don't give me attention then you need to know that Quality time is one of your spouse's um, one of your spouse's um, love language. And also, another thing that you, that could also be a pointer is that if she complains or he complains of you not touching, and it's not as if maybe you don't, you don't even touch at all, but then maybe it's not just um, often, and your partner complains that you don't touch him, you don't touch an other, then that tells you that. One of your, uh, one of or one of your uh, spouse's love language or his or a major love language is physical touch, is physical touch. And I think I have to say here that, you know, for those that are unmarried, that there is a limit to which you can go to um, meeting or speaking your partner's or your fiance or fiance's love language because uh, it is not all of these languages that will be right for you to speak while in courtship. Because there's a limit to which you can go. For instance, uh, someone who is unmarried, who is not yet married, can't speak the, lang- the love language of physical touch. Because the Word of God has made it clear that the bed must be undivided. So there's a limit to intimacy when in during courtship. So, but then there are still some other love languages that uh, still can be uh, can be uh, passed across while in courtship. As a matter of fact, you can't really say you love your uh, fiance or fiance without a giving. To him or her in one way or the other it might be your time it might be your resource it might be your energy you know something actually must go with it you can't actually speak talk about love without something going with it without a corresponding action without sacrifice and all that so um that's that about that and also if as now going back to the marriage now if your your spouse complains of you know you criticizing her all the time you don't even there's nothing she does that is right that is good you don't even appreciate and all that and that tells you that you are lacking behind in words of affirmation and that i mean it means that one of the key uh, thing you know one of the thing that you would do that will get to your spouse is words of affirmation that's one of the major love language for your spouse so we need to play and even Apart from the fact that it might be a major love language for so many folks, I mean, words of affirmation play a crucial role in marriages. When your wife does something for you, don't see it as if it's, 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 uh, it's, it's his role, I mean, it's, it's her role rather, that it's, she's obliged to do it. No. Even if she cooks for you, 
thank you. There's, you should be able to say thank you for this meal. Oh, I enjoyed the meal. It's so wonderful. No, it does not matter whether the salt is too much. The first thing you have to do is to learn to appreciate. Then you can now say, oh, okay, well, well, I think this, this is like this. I can be better and all that. But then you must learn to appreciate. You know, because it takes a whole lot of time. It takes a lot of energy to put all of those together. And more often than not, she, can, she might even be tired, you know, when doing it. She has gone to work from morning to night, and in spite of all of that, she's still deeming free to cook for her husband, you know, to cook for you, you know, as, you know, as, him, as the man of the house. And, and I think you criticizing at that particular point in time will make things uh, very, very good, but it will make things worse. So we must learn to appreciate our spouse, you know, we must learn to give words of affirmation, even as a woman, when your spouse get, gets you something, I mean, I mean, get things done in the house, for instance, you know, don't see it as, uh, she, she, not supposed, she doesn't, doesn't know that he's supposed to help me out with this. Am I the only one that will do everything? You know, no, you know, learn to say thank you, learn to appreciate him. You know, and when that is done, as a man, I know from experience, you know, we get spurred up to want to do more for your wife. We get spurred up to want to do more for her. So we need to take note of that. And lastly, uh, to end it, on love languages you know we also need to uh, pay attention to the act of service there are certain persons that what gets to them what makes them feel loved is acts of service you know when your your spouse complains of you not helping around with chores in the house or you not helping with a particular assignment and all that then we need to know that you know we need to see beyond the complaint and know that what actually makes that person feel loved is an act of service an act of service and i trust that uh, every of our homes every of our marital relationships will be heaven on earth and that god's uh, perfect will god's plan and purpose for our union in, uh, in our respective places will come to pass in the name of jesus amen